Good love our gracious queens Are throughout their just queens Their time has come United Queendom Hello, hello, hello. I'm Ed Dyson. I'm Charlie Valentine. And we are United, United Queendom. Queendom, bringing you all things Drag Race, plus The Ed and Charlie Show, in which we help the celebs and plebs who need it the most, with their many, many, many problems. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Remember to rate, review, and always, always share. United Queendom is sponsored by Q-Bar, proud owner of the best gay bars in London. Enjoy Q-Bar, Q-Club, Little Club and She-Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and despite the name, limited queuing. Now let's get on with the show. Hello, just to let you know, uh, this week we're going to be doing um, the recap for the first time over the phone, Charlie and I, uh, because one of us is self-isolating. We've been joking about it for weeks, but now shit just got real. Um, so yeah, sorry about that. It would be better if we were all in the studio together and with Moon. But um, just for this one week, I think we're just going to do it like this. Uh, we were also hoping to be announcing our first live event today, which was going to be taking place on April the 3rd at Q-Bar, our proud sponsors. Uh, but that's not, not looking likely now um, because of everything that's happening in the news. Uh, but hopefully soon we'll be able to get that back on track. In the meantime, everyone, wash your paws. And any listeners in London who want to attend a United Queendom live event, let us know so we can start preparing something amazing for you soon. Thank you, and let's get on with the show. Hello. Hello, you all right? I'm good, how are you? I'm all good, thank you. This is weird. It is. Are you still <laughs> self-quarantining? Are you still ill? Well, I kind of did leave the house yesterday, so I'm not doing it very well, but um, I'm just trying <laughs> to avoid... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Moon, edit that out. He's not here, but in theory. Uh, how was the cinema? If you don't mind me asking a personal question. <laughs> so personal. It was really good, yeah. I've what? never seen it in the... Um... Oh, calm down, yeah. I've never seen Are it Are you in with cinema. someone? No, no, no. That was the uh, Netflix. I'm, trying... I'm going to get it up. Sure it was. It sounded like you were getting it up. <laughs> I hope this doesn't descend into phone sex. Uh, so what did you see? I uh, saw so The Godfather today. Oh my god! Father. I've never seen it. Yeah, I've never seen it. <laughs> I did the same never... thing last year, last Christmas. Not last Christmas, Christmas before I watched uh, the first two because I'd never seen them and I felt like I was missing out. I know, I've seen, I've seen them before, but years ago I'd never seen them in the cinema. So I thought I'd go see them in the cinema and it was so engrossing. It's like three hours long and I just didn't even go to the toilet once. They're fucking long. They're like one of our recaps. But um, And then I was walking around all through the Christmas period going like, oh, yeah, I thought you remember my family. And everyone was like, you realise that's like 30 years late, that impression. You're not keeping it very topical. <laughs> You're going to be swimming with the fishes. <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't do it for Snatch Game. <laughs> um, did you, was the cinema like empty? Quite well, I don't know because it's like an old film, it was never going to be sold. That is true. But it was like everyone was very spaced out. When the new Avengers film is empty, that's when we'll know that things have really gone to pot. (laughs) But yeah, let's get into this week's episode. Uh, so at the beginning of the episode, we get um, all the queens coming together for the first time. Um, what did you make of this interaction? Well, I was gonna say first that we have our little um disclaimer. Oh yeah, was that not on last week as well? Is this the I first? I feel like I saw it last week on that. I think it appeared maybe on the American version. But I feel like this is the first time we've seen it on the UK version. This disclaimer. 
Yeah, the sherry, I mean, the sherry pie disclaimer. It's getting weird now because apparently what I'm reading is that we're getting a different version of the episode uh, from America. So apparently the American oh, okay. episodes, Sherry's being more edited out of them, but I think because we're watching on Netflix, Netflix didn't kind of maybe agree to the edits that they wanted to make last minute. I really... So people watching it... in America are saying that basically Britta's not really in the episode, apart from the things she has to be on, like the runway, the challenge, but... Oh, you mean Sherry Pie? What did I say? Britta. Oh, shit, getting, yeah. God. Yeah, <laughs> That is litigious these days. Yeah, sorry, I meant Sherry. Um, yeah, so she's not really in the American episodes, but we're seeing them as they were originally intended. Um, oh, interesting, because my friend texts me straight away being like, oh, you can tell they've tried to edit Sherry Pie out of this episode. Oh, yeah, so I, still, maybe I still think she's edited out. I just think she's, because of the huge response, she's being even more edited out from last week. But I definitely think, because as we'll get to later, her win is quite confusing in this episode. So I think even the one that yeah. we've got, it's like, what is going on? So this it is completely. It's very weird. Um, Narratively, it doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. So I don't know if we're going to get a whole season of this. It's going to be a bit of a head scratcher. Um, but yeah, the queens are coming together and they're all talking about uh, who's been getting on, who's been winning, who's been doing this and that. Uh, what would you do in that situation? Would you own up to the fights and the awkwardness or would you do what the other team do and just basically lie? No, stay the drama. You're on a TV show. I know. You know Give the I mean? people what they want. <laughs> Exactly. Don't act out like you're all best mates. But they don't want to show any weaknesses, I think, do they? No. And then Brit- uh, Britta says, we've already decided that we're the top seven. And then Jan goes, and what comes after the top seven? The top six. And I didn't really understand. Mm-hmm. Was that a joke I didn't get? I think because they're six, aren't they? So the first team was seven and the second team was six. I think they're just saying, like, the six is better than the seven. Okay, I was just get. It was a lot of confidence for something that didn't make sense to me. <laughs> I know. I was. I love Heidi's hair when she came back. It was enormous. <laughs> Everything she it does was, is amazing. Oh my god, Heidi is. Maybe it's a spoiler alert. Heidi is my my um, favorite at the moment. Oh god, I totally agree with you. I'm getting. She doesn't remind me of Money Cart, but I'm getting that same feeling of Money Cart at the beginning of the season, where I'm just like, I want you to narrate the whole thing because you're just comedy gold. A bit, I'm getting a bit of Tammy Brown as well with the kookiness. Yeah, definitely. Um, and d- are you finding Britta a little bit cocky? Because I'm finding her almost, like, annoying. I'm kind of cocky and I'm finding her drag just quite obvious and a bit boring. Yeah, me too. It's kind of reminding me, even though I love Peppermint, but um, just kind of runway-wise, just very, like, basic and, I don't know, not living up to the legendary status that we're supposed to be hearing about. I know. But speaking of legend, RuPaul comes in and straight away starts making a fisting gesture. And I, I know, I couldn't believe that. Because <laughs> Ru, I swear, Ru used to be more prudish in the early seasons, but she seems to just really throw caution to the wind these days. And she but does like, a lot of fisting ge- references she does. I think she's a closet fister. Get a thing in my act. It's like your own act. Oh, <laughs> my jokes are fisting jokes. My patch. Huh? Um... <laughs> First of all, his suit's absolutely hideous. Yeah, I wasn't It's like orange and it looks absolutely not. Also, so in America, it's all bleeped out, right, the VH1, all the swearing. Oh, is it? It just seems... I think so. I guess I think that makes only sense. because we've got on Netflix, it's like we have the swearing included. I feel like... Fisting they, included. Like, bleeping out the swearing, but like letting RuPaul make a fisting joke. <laughs> I think maybe they think straight people don't know even what that is. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's just an exclusive hobby to the gay community, which I must admit I do not partake in. Let's just make that clear. Let's make that Roxy Andrews clear. <laughs> um, did you see, I put on Instagram, someone did, um, took the NHS handwashing guides and put the lyrics to the Roxy Andrews verse. Oh my God, I didn't you. see that. <laughs> That's oh amazing. Oh my God, yeah, it was everything. I saw someone did it with uh, the Shangela sugar, da- uh, sugar Daddy. Yeah, Sugar Daddy, Sugar Daddy speech. <laughs> Sorry, Sugar Daddy just lost all meaning to me then for some reason. <laughs> um, and then we get a very shady... I don't know if you'd even call it a mini challenge, but they have the winners of the first two episodes, Widow and Jada. They have to arrange the queens and the opposing team in order of biggest to least biggest threat. Uh, So if you were faced with this challenge, how would you kind of approach that? I would probably stir the pot a bit. Yeah. Yeah, I would put someone who's pretty good at the end just to knock their confidence. Throw them off their game. Machiavellian and schematic. But. And and it's nice because, like, usually, as they do here, they put the shy person, well, definitely not Heidi, but um, they put Aiden at the least threat because she's shy, she's quieter, and it always feels a bit, like, mean almost to kind of take the shy person and make them even more self-conscious about it. Yeah. But I guess it is a competition, so that will happen. But even Jada says, Shady Boots! Shady Boots! <laughs> and I'm already <laughs> finding her really quotable. Like, even when she says something that's not funny, I find it funny. She is a star. I loved um, Aiden's reaction to being last. She's like, whatever. Honestly, I'm unbothered. And it's like, that is the most bothered I've ever seen someone look (laughs) while they claim to be unbothered. Like, the acting skills are not there for the confessional. (laughs) (laughs) So, also, has Nepal had the attack on the face? Well, last week when she walked in in the suit, I said her face looked really weird and tired. And then afterwards, uh, someone said that on Reddit and then someone said, oh, it's because she just had a facelift, which I guess would make sense because she'd probably do it just before a new season. Um, she has been wearing that kind of headscarf recently. I didn't know if yes, that's like cover scars. Yeah, and then I think she was not wearing glasses, which is why something looked a bit off. And maybe that was a reason for it. that She couldn't, her face was too sensitive to hold them. I mean, I'm just completely oh. speculating now. I've only had one facelift, so I don't really know ins and outs of it. But, and obviously I got my money back for that. But when um, when Jada takes her turn, I noticed when she was putting them in order, when she was doing Crystal and Jackie next to each other, did you think they looked quite alike? And I was getting confused as to who was who. Did I think they looked quite alike, or did she? The what? Did I think they looked quite alike? But you can tell oh, Crystal because of the hair, which we'll get to later. She is. But she puts She's ha- quite cute though, Crystal, no? Yeah, I was thinking so, that. I was thinking everyone was talking about Jackie, but Crystal seems quite cute, but I think no, maybe I more of an acquired taste. Crystal any day. I thought Jackie this week looked more attractive than the previous time, but it might be just... I think my standards are getting lower and lower as the weeks go on. Especially now yeah. that I'm in self, self-isolation, basically everyone is very attractive to me. <laughs> I've been eyeing up my lamp and everything. Um, but Jade, Jada puts Heidi at the uh, bottom and she's like, fuck all them bitches. <laughs> I'm going to keep trying to... <laughs> Good but why do you think she uh, chose Heidi? Because I immediately get kind of star power from Heidi. Yeah, but Heidi's... Uh... Went into hospital over eating kale, didn't she? So if you're going to A&E every time you get a bit of kale... Oh, my God, I totally forgot about that. It's only been two weeks. That feels like <laughs> referencing an early season, the lost season. That's true. <laughs> yes, she was weird in that episode with that... Um, what was it again? She said... She went to A&E because she had a and it might have been the kale Oh, salad. yeah, the kale. <laughs> the kale. Oh, my God. 
Well, if they want to get rid of her, they know what to do now, don't they? She's very easily spiked. They introduced this week's challenge, which is a zero talent show, uh, improv challenge, um, called The World's Worst. And then we get to the picking teams and we find out that um, not only do the winners of the challenge get to pick a team, but also the people who were put at the bottom, which is a bit of a twist. Um, Mm -hmm. Straight away, Aiden picks Sherry and Sherry's not happy about it. And she calls Aiden a sloth. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be interesting now because we... Do you think Sherry was kind of maybe going to seem like a villain anyway? Or do you think maybe they're doing last minute edits to make her a bit more villainous? I think maybe see her more villainous. I don't think I mean, we're ever going to really find out the truth, are we? We're I just know. guessing. <laughs> we need to find out. We need to get Angela Lansbury on the case. Find out the truth. <laughs> <laughs> no, we need Wagatha Christie. That's what we need. Um, exactly. <laughs> so, Rockham Sakura, who I think I'm finally being able to say her name now. And I'm liking her. Did you get that her name is meant to be like uh, Rockham Sockham? I was questioning that in my head. But it's so, like, not quite there that it's... I don't know, it's very weird. I but, know. but I can finally say it. But she's the last to be picked on the other side. But she kind of makes more of a joke of it and, like, looks around and is like, oh, who else is here? Just me. She is very, like, naturally funny, isn't she? Yeah, I think so. And she did think... um, no farts this episode, which was impressive. <laughs> no farts. Hashtag no like, farts. You need burps. If you want drag race, you'd be the burpy one. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. Did you see the thing on social media that she's um, underneath her confessional look, she's actually wearing fishnets? <laughs> you should look at the picture of it, it's really funny. So now every time you look at a confessional when she's been serious and emotional, you just imagine her sat there in her fishnets, it's really funny. <laughs> so we get to them rehearsing and Sherry and Britta are already going in on Aiden, kind of like talking over her, not listening to her ideas. Do you, do you kind of get an almost bullying vibe? I didn't, because I don't think Aiden's ideas are that bad. She was like, it's supposed to be the world's worst, so we should be really bad at it. It feels like no matter what she said, they were just going to roll their eyes, because she's not from New York, she's not as old as them. Um, yeah. And that... Shade. <laughs> 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 I am shade at Essence Hall. I really am. Um, and that they get in their group, they have to do all of them speaking in unison, which I think was a lot harder of a challenge than what the other teams got. Cause it's like, oh, yeah. Especially with improv, because you can't really shine on your own then, can you? So I thought that was a bit of a weird challenge to give them. Yeah, that was really, really weird. Also, do you know RuPaul did a show called... RuPaul. The World's Best or I, The World's Greatest. I didn't know that. What, is that a, like a real show? It was a real show. It only got one season, I think. It got cancelled. All Ru's shows get one season, apart from Jack Race. That's, she is consistent, <laughs> I'll give her that. <laughs> one season, Oh, yeah, R.I.P. again, the Queen. I know. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, it was like one season. I think it was called The World's Best or something. And it was pretty much basically like the Got Talent show. And it was RuPaul, James Corden, and Drew Barrymore, I think. Are you making this up? I'm not. Was this it's a dream? Like 100%. I think the format was literally Got Talent, where it's just like, oh, this is the world's best dance, the world's best blah, blah, blah. But only one series. No. I didn't know this was like a direct ripoff of that show that failed. I was like, Ru's obviously bitter. James Corden is ringing a bell, actually. James Corden doing something with Rue, but Drew Barrymore sounds like completely plucked out of nowhere, but I have to find this now. And we will be discussing this next week because this is pressing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, on... it's called, yeah, the world's best, the world's greatest. Well, Drag Race always used to reference Rue's real-life career with the challenges. So that would make sense, but RuPaul and Drew Barrymore were on a show and I didn't watch it. Like, what have I been doing in my self-isolation? I... 
I've looked it up. I've looked it up. Do you want to know? Yes. So, so James Corden was the host. Yeah. The judges were RuPaul, Drew Barrymore, and Faith Hill. What year, <laughs> what year is this? I love Faith Hill, by the way. 2019. You got to be fucking joking. No. <laughs> I, okay, I'm looking at it. <laughs> I'm great, you fucking liar. Stop lying. <laughs> is this on the Daily Star website? <laughs> this is so good. It is. Uh, oh, okay. So it looks like there was like one talent from each country. No, what's this? Oh, they had like a. Oh, it seems like it. Okay, I'm, I'm gathering this from Wikipedia. This this is, we're going live, saying. guys. We're getting this live Hello. information. <laughs> It looks like it was... What was the Joe Hallowell one? All together now. Yes, like, that's real. Each of the people represented different countries. Oh. So representing the UK... Was Jane... No. Was um, Zoe Tyler. Wasn't she a loose woman? Zoe Tyler? I can't think who that is. But I do love loose what? women, so I should know. I think that, oh, yeah, she was on Loose Women. So a former loose woman, Cisco. Cisco? Not Cisco. Like the thong song? <laughs> no, who the hell is Cisco Gomez? <laughs> We've got way off track now. We're going to have to do a whole separate podcast on this show. <laughs> <laughs> But with the uh, we've got the Fruity Patooties, they um were they're having a bit of a feud because Jada and Rockham both want to be Bad Apple. And I love the discussion that goes on here because <laughs> Rockham's just like, I feel like I'd be able to ham it up, but it's up to you. And like Jada doesn't think about it. I was like, okay, I'm doing it. <laughs> and Rockham's just like, okay. And this just kind of runs and runs and runs. Uh, what would you be like in this situation if you wanted a part? Stubborn you... as hell. Like, I'm not Stubborn taking... as hell. <laughs> Well, I think you have to be more manipulative, don't you? Because she says, oh, I just want the part. But I think you have to kind of pitch it to them as if it's going to be good for the whole team. Um, and I don't think Rockham does a very good job of doing that. She just kind of seems a bit desperate. Which no, is exactly. relatable. Always, drag Race taught you anything. It was been a 12 series now. Always take the part you want. Yeah, I'll, I'll storm out. Dahlia Sin style, but we'll get to that. Um, mm-hmm. We've got the Del Rio triplets. A little nod to Bianca Del Rio, your man crush, or your woman crush. <laughs> so on that team, exactly. we have we have Heidi, Gigi, and Jackie. So this is confusing for me because you know I keep getting Heidi and Gigi mixed up, but I'm going to try and not. Uh, they're talking about um, improv, and Jackie knows a lot about it, and she knows the rule is yes and. So have you done improv before, Charlie? I ha- I did improv before I did stand up. So how like. Is there a trick to it that, pe- that people might not know? Uh, I mean, yes, and's the obvious rule. It just means don't shut anyone down. So if someone's on stage and says, um, God, isn't it hot today? Always agree with them. Don't they know it's no, fucking it freezing, yeah. Yeah, if you know it's freezing. Then one, you look, the other person looks stupid and then the audience is confused. So it's always just about saying yes, and. Always just agree with a person and then escalate it. And always you, escalate it. Do you always kind of have a rule in improv where everyone takes their turn? Because it feels like if not, it could easily get chaotic. So is it like, I you cannot speak till I've finished? No, I think you've just got to learn to like play well with each other and find out who you can improv with. But there's not really a rule about taking turns. Ooh. Well, uh, yeah. d- did you enjoy improv? Would you recommend it? I love, oh my God, I love improv so much. I think it's so much fun. It gets so silly. But it is like... Um, 
it's nerve-wracking because you've got nothing to go on. Do you know what I mean? Just walking on stage with literally nothing in your head and just trusting yourself that you're naturally funny and come up with something. So is it scarier or least scary than stand-up? Scarier. Really? Oh, my God, but I thought yeah. you because you've got people to bounce off. Or do you sometimes do it on your own? No, you have to have, you go, you have someone to bounce off. It's just like, if it doesn't come, then it doesn't come. Oh, and I know that on feeling. stage. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> we, um, <laughs> we have the um, the next team who are like kind of Girl Scouts or something. I didn't really understand what this group was about. Um, but Nikki isn't happy because she's got a sexy role. She's like, because I'm a look queen, I think it's predictable. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, <laughs> problems starting early there. Rue does a walk around and she talks to um, that group and says that Crystal has the hair of Eldebarge. Were you familiar with this? I was not until he started singing. I love this song. I didn't know that was the name of the singer, but I I used to, growing up, always thought this was a Michael Jackson song, but I've always Ah. loved it. And it just really makes me think of, like, just that time of day when it's just getting slightly dark, but it's sunny and it's warm and it's just, like, you're getting the drinks out. It's just, I don't know, I love that song. It makes me so happy. Uh, He gets, like, three shouts out this episode. I know. I I bet they had to pay him. You can tell that I haven't left the house for a while, haven't I? I'm just like, oh, the days when I used to drink and listen to that song. <laughs> uh, RuPaul once again comes for Heidi's name. and I know, she's been so blatant about it. <laughs> I know, it's like kick her while she's down. But he even explains to her technically now why it's so bad by saying you have to reshape your mouth to say it. Which, when he said it, it did kind of make sense. I was like, why is it so bad? But it's something very awkward about saying it. <laughs> do you think they were gearing up to... A name change? I think they're doing the first ever name change in Drag Race history. Um, oh definitely. God. So Rue suggests a few alternatives. She says Heidi Ho and Heidi Gibaidi. <laughs> what do you think of those? <laughs> Heidi Gibaidi. <laughs> Heidi. Heidi. I mean, I could say Heidi High, but they won't get that reference over there. No, I, I came up with Heidi Cum, which is like <laughs> A reference to Heidi Klum and obviously sperm, but I don't think they would go with that. I feel like they're going to go with Heidi Ho. Even at the end of the episode, I think Ross, in a deliberation, calls her Heidi Ho. So I think it seems to be sticking. But Heidi Klum dump. (laughs) Oh, keeping it classy here as ever. Well, if they're going to talk about fisting, that's the tone. I'm sorry. It's no longer a family show. (laughs) Um, But Rue's asking if any of them have improv before. And Heidi says, I've improved in the bedroom before. And Rue's just like losing it, like you're such a character. <laughs> but now I don't... Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. So I, hope, um, I hope Heidi goes to um, Smash Game. Oh, who she do you think she would do? Smash Game. Who hey, that voice? That voice is very... Oh, she'd have a good voice for Diana Ross. Diana Ross has got a really high-pitched voice. Oh my God, she'd be such a good Diana Ross. Because that was done by Milan, wasn't it, on season four, but really badly. And Rue yeah. loves Diana Ross, so if someone did it well, that would be... Oh, I hope that happens now, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, Rue is loving Heidi, and I'm kind of getting a bit reminiscent of how Rue was with Silky last season, which ended up not lasting, because eventually she tired of her. But I wonder if Heidi might be a new one of Rue's favourites, which is always hugely beneficial. He's being kind of uh, more blatant about his favourites, isn't he, now? He care. Oh, shameless, I would say, Absolutely. Before he was always like, the girl's all equal. Now he's like very open about who he likes. Yeah, I mean, he was lying about it before, but now he just doesn't care that it's a lie. (laughs) (laughs) So then Rue talks to the Fruity Patooties and Rockham says that the girls are an emotional core for her. Do you think this is like she's getting a bit too much with all the emotional stuff now? 
Yeah, I mean, she said she's been finding it really hard this competition. Um, she's done one episode. What? <laughs> I know. <laughs> and then she's already like having a breakdown, being like, I find so much for that. It's like she needs to calm down. You need to I mean, calm down. Down. I don't know if it's like. Uh, for screen time? Try, yeah, I don't know if it's a screen grab and constantly get screen time. It feels a bit much already. I feel like she is just that emotional, though, and she does like to let it all out. I mean, including wins, yeah. as we've seen. I'm never going to stop talking about her farts. I just can't believe you want that to be your first impression. Really, like being the windy queen. I mean, coming from me, I know. Um, Rue laughs at Jada when she does her sad apple, but she doesn't laugh at Rock, and you could tell that she's already getting in her head. And now, basically, Rock just does not want this orange. But Jada's like, I'm not about to take this orange. Child, I'm not going to be this damn orange. No. And I just like, I'm just loving Jada's insistence about this orange. But I was really disappointed that no one at no point in this episode made a reference to, girl, look how fucking orange you are. I thought that was a huge missed opportunity. Well, someone, and they said on Twitter, I think Rock and said on Twitter, they did, and they just edited it out. Oh, did they? <gasps> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I mean, they keep all the references to get those nuts out of my face a million times in every scene, but I, th- I thought that one was a glaring omission. Uh, we're going to... Uh, come to the end of part one now which as you know I do my new little song which everyone loves well so far no one's told me they love it I'm just assuming everyone's secretly loving it so here we go sing along if you know it Denefer for trappy no Denefer for trappy no Denefer for trappy never for trappy never for trappy no <laughs> see you in a sec <laughs> United Queendom is sponsored by Q Bar who provide the best gay night out in London enjoy Q Bar Q Club Little Q and She Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and, despite the name, limited queuing. Now let's get on with the show. We're back and we're getting to the segment of the world's worst. Um, So first up we have the Del Trio triplets. What did you make of this skit, are we calling it, scene? Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know if it was right for um, Jean to die so early. Yeah. That she peaked quite early. Do you think, it could have been strategic, though, because the longer she was dead, the less she had chance to, like, mess anything up. <laughs> just so you've got no comedic time and just stay there dead. Well, yeah, uh, it kind of worked if she did that. But I um, I thought this was my favourite of the, the four challenges. The four yeah, well, they had, it had, like, a clearer setup with them just being really old Dixie chicks. Yeah, and I thought Jackie led it really well, and then um, Heidi really shone in this and was really funny. Um, I really liked when they did their Charlie's Angels poses and they were all creaking and just like... I did. <laughs> I love the return of Ornacia as well. Oh my God, I was so excited to see Ornacia. so good to, to see her. When are we going to see her on an All-Star season? That's what I want to know. Maybe they'll just replace Sherry with Ornacia from now on. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I would like to know if anyone out there knows, because our listeners always know more than we do. Um, I thought the voice of Ornacia was Latrice. Did you... Oh, maybe. Do you think Latrice is under that desk? I think Latrice is always <laughs> under the desk, so I think they utilise her whenever <laughs> they can. Um, do you know why Charo is famous? No, I don't. I, uh, I don't, actually. I feel like she was on a TV show in America, like a Price is Right kind of thing. That would make sense. I mean, she seems fun and great. I just don't really know from whence she came and what she is. She just seems to coochie-coochie all the time. And Rue seems to live for it, but... Has someone done Charo? Yeah, Sugar Kane did it for Snatch Game and was high but didn't win. And I think who else? Um I think um what's her name? 
Oh my god, I've completely gone blank on her name. Not Alexis Mateo. Yara Sofia. Yeah, Yara Sofia. Um, I think she did a maybe on All Stars one at one point, but I may have oh. just made that up. Actually, it might have been Shakira. But um, yeah, so the the scene is quite funny with them. I thought Heidi was gonna win or Jackie because they both killed it. So yeah. Um, but then I feel like. There was a funny bit where Heidi in her confessional was like, Gigi is killing it. And then she laughs like the most ever and then explains the most obvious joke ever. And I think it's the most anyone's ever made themselves laugh on Drag Race. And I loved it. She is the narrator of the season. <laughs> um, and next up we get the uh, Camp Girls, Girl Scouts. I just didn't get the setup. No, and what are they got a squirrel? What are they selling? I don't really get it. No, I didn't get it all. Did you notice that there were quite a few bus stop references in all of this? Was that a Roxy Andrews reference? Yeah, the girls said at the beginning, oh, our, our parents left us at a bus stop when we were 10. And I was like, obviously, the show is very self referential, but I didn't think that was a moment they would kind of <laughs> lean on <laughs> for comedy. So, yeah, it was very <laughs> weird. Uh, so it get quite awkward, like widows talking about using sticks as tampons. I just didn't really find any of this funny, did you? I just didn't get what the set, the skit was yeah. at all. I don't know if they what weren't they... really given a premise or whether they'd failed to execute it, but I was not getting it. All the others had quite elaborate kind of narratives, didn't they? And this one didn't. I wasn't get. I wasn't just quite sure what their talent was. So the first, the, the real talents were like a country group. The other talent was like, oh, they were set, set at the same time. Was it making the nut like... butters? Because they were their talent. None of that is not oh a talented. Um, I thought that one funny moment was Widow pointing to the barbecue sauce instead of a badge, but even then it didn't make me laugh. I just thought, oh, that's not bad. I'm not even sure what Crystal's character was supposed to be. No, and I did agree the makeup was kind of distracting for this scene. I don't mind it's... it generally. I'm starting to mind it. I find it's too busy. I definitely don't like it, yeah. You can't see her, like, reactions or emotions. Yeah, it's a bit different from Trixie Mattel's because Trixie, you can still see what she's doing, but this feels like a... It does feel like a mask in a way, doesn't it? Yeah, I can't see what she's saying or feeling, yeah. And I thought the funniest line in this scene came from Arnesha, who said, get those nut butters away from my face. <laughs> been done to death, but we still love it. Uh, next up, we had the Fruity Patooties. <laughs> this was awful. This is just madness. I don't know which is the worst one, actually, if... No, I think the well, I, the Girl Scouts maybe was the worst, but this one was really cringe. I enjoy the puns, I've got to be honest. I liked the puns, but, I mean, Dahlia really was bad. She just wasn't getting it at all and was just such an awkward broccoli. It's like, when you're at broccoli, why would you try and be anything but ridiculous? Why would you still try and be sensual? <laughs> trying to be a sensual broccoli. And they gave her a great pun with the Brock ally, which was oh, funny. Yeah. But then she tried to do a joke which was get those stems away from my face. And I was like, I don't understand, because you're the broccoli, and that didn't even really make sense. <laughs> it it just... didn't make sense at all. <laughs> I thought she was supposed to be the outcast, because she wasn't even a fruit. Which I think, didn't Ross give her that line? They just didn't come back with anything. A brock ally, oh yeah. Well, and then there was that element of whether you're a fruit or a vegetable, and then the other element of whether you're gay or not. And I was like, they have piled way too much onto this stupid little skit. Like, just pick one thing. <laughs> And then the apple enters, and Jada's quite all right. She kind of maybe saves the scene a little bit. But then we get Dahlia doing the weirdest ram ever. And I've had some weird rams in my time. But she just, like, <laughs> runs at... Who does she run at? At Jada. And it's just, like, the slowest, most pathetic 
ram and i'm just like oh my god i can't watch this it's awful it's so bizarre if we didn't like broccoli before we definitely don't like it now um and then the final group <laughs> is three girls one brain which i assume is a reference to three uh two girls one cup do you think yeah have you seen that i was forced to watch it once <laughs> well how old were you it's feared i was quite old i was like 21 22 so you're so already gay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was already gay. No, it's like horrible, traumatising. I've never seen it. I really, really don't think I could watch it. It could oh, last horrible. a few it's seconds. So, it's as horrible as everyone says. Does it start being gross quite soon on, or does it get worse as it develops? It gets worse. I wonder if it's still possible to find it. I'm not going to look, but... I've seen enough awful things this week. Um, But this one, Three Girls, One Brain, was really annoying to watch because I just found it very monotonous and just like, oh, I really didn't... I didn't get the look that they were all at a bus stop and got hit by lightning. I didn't even get... I've watched this episode three times and I'm still missing stuff. Uh, So that was their story. Was that another bus stop reference? Are they really just obsessed with bus stops at the moment? I don't know. I thought that was a weird... Unless they were given that and had to do it. I just thought the looks were really incongruous with the... So they were supposed to look electrocuted. I think their storyline was that they all met at a bus stop, got electrocuted, and now speak together. Yeah, you're right. I I didn't realise they were meant to look like that. I thought they were just kind of a bit dishevelled, but that makes more sense. Um, I did absolutely not see a winner coming from this group. I I wouldn't have picked them as the bottom, but I didn't think that one of them was going to win. So that was No, weird. not at all. And I thought Aiden was fading to the background. I thought Aiden was... Fading Zane. Yeah. Um, so then the girls are all getting ready. The challenge is over. Uh, Sherry and Britta are shading Aiden Zane. That rhymes as well. Shading Zane. <laughs> um, so they're still kind of... It almost feels like they're thinking, if we're in the bottom, we're going to make sure that we throw her under the bus. God, another bus reference. <laughs> <coughs> Sponsored by TFL this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'll be closed soon, so that'd be a bad sponsor. Um, Dahlia starts talking about... I mean, as soon as Dahlia starts talking about gay twin, we should know she's going to be in the bottom and leave because they're giving her her last bit of screen yeah. time, aren't they? Exactly. But did you have any... I, did, I still didn't see that coming, though. I've got to be honest. I was like, yeah, no, Aiden's going. It's the obvious one. It did feel like the edit was definitely going that way, but then it felt like... Aiden was getting that edit last week that she was going to do really badly and then at the end it kind of went all right. So it feels like she's just... They keep doing this with her for some reason. I think it was quite mean when they started telling her... Who was it? Britta and Sherry backstage was like, yeah, we carried you. Yeah. (laughs) Just to be clear, uh, you were rubbish. I know. Your own teammates are turning on you. And she wasn't that bad. And I don't think they were that amazing either, so I think they've got a bit then of... maybe Sherry was amazing, we're just not getting the full picture. That's what I think happened. I think Sherry really stole that scene, but they've, they're have they choosing not to show her best bits, but they're still including the win, because that's what happened, which is just yeah. going to make it... If she keeps winning, which I can imagine might happen, it's going to make the season very weird. I mean, it's already it weird, but yeah. Because you rely so... With Drag Race... You rely so much on the editing to tell you how you should think. Definitely, in the yeah. Sense that if it was just edited in a very simplistic way, you would literally not know because you have to rely on the music and editing to tell you if someone's funny or not. Because yep. objectively, it's all terrible. <laughs> we, we don't have thoughts of our own. We need them to tell us what's, what's happening. I know, but you kind of do. Well, it happens, you've probably seen those roasts um, online where they add laughter to the ones that did really badly, and it's so true, it changes your whole perception of it. Yeah, completely. 
Uh, so we're so back. How hot is Dahlia and her brother? Is that just me? Are you into an incest type fantasy? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know any gay twins? I don't. It seems like quite common, doesn't it? It does seem common. I knew some at uni, and I feel like I guess it makes sense that because twins, I don't know, share their mind. I guess they would end up both being gay or both being straight. But it feels weird because it's not the the case of siblings, is it at all? There doesn't seem to be no. any patterns there. Very interesting. That's a separate podcast, though, I think. Uh, we're, <laughs> we're back on the runway, and RuPaul comes out. I'm interested to hear your thoughts on this, because it's, it's a very um, atypical thing for RuPaul to wear, I think. I love it. It's like a silver crocodile skin panties and bow. I love it. So I haven't liked her last two looks on the runway at all, and I felt like she had just she was phoning it in. But this look, I absolutely love. I didn't like it, so we're just completely going the opposite what? way. I, mean, I loved the silhouette, but was it... I thought the bits in between the outfit, is that meant to be like a nude illusion? Because it was not matching and blended. Or was it not nah. meant to be? I don't know if it was meant to be nude or not. If it was more Because it's quite grey, isn't it? Yeah, I just thought it was almost there, but I just didn't quite like it. I liked the fact the legs were like fully, fully out. And I did like the bow on the side and I liked the hair. But there's just something a bit off about it for me. Oh, I loved it. Do you know who Olivia Munn is? I do, and she is gorgeous, but it, is, it was a bit of like, oh, maybe someone else is busy that day and pulled out last minute. Who is she? She was in uh, X-Men, the new X-Men films. She had a little part. I watched the X-Men films. I swear I've never seen this woman in my life, but I feel like I hear her name a lot. Was she part of the Me Too movement? She had a thing. I don't know the full story. She was on the new Predator. Um, there was a remake of Predator recently, I think. I didn't watch it. And she it. was on that, and I think the direct... Okay, I'm like, might be making this story up. So, <laughs> that, you know, we're not the New York Times, don't fact-check us. Um, <laughs> I think the director hired his mate for a bit part, and it turned out after they finished filming that mate has like a, was like a sex offender. Oh, you do need to fact-check like, this. You're making some outrageous things. <laughs> I don't think she came out after it's been like, you should have told us that we worked with a sex offender or something. Oh. And then she basically came out against the film as it was released. It's ironic it's called Predator then. Maybe it was... <laughs> Great promotion, and then, though. <laughs> and then everyone, I think the producers had a go at her for being like, why are you slagging off this film as it's coming out? And then the film didn't do very well. Oh, God. I think it's roughly that. I think she went on Ellen to discuss it and I saw the headline and I got that whole story from the headline. (laughs) God, everyone goes straight to Ellen when anything happens, don't they? (laughs) I know. But she's still a very, like, really? Because they got anyone? Anyone else? I thought maybe she was on Game of Thrones, but I just assume if I don't know someone, they're on Game of Thrones. But maybe (laughs) maybe not in this case. Uh, The runway this week is Buttons and Bows, which I quite liked as a theme. Um, should we go through them one by one? We've got yeah, quite a lot yeah. to get through, but let's get we'll your opinions. We'll <laughs> Jada, she's doing like a pink Barbie. What did you think of that? No, the, coat, the jacket's too big. It's too bulky. I hated Although, it. You know, I love a bit of pink. I thought it was tacky. Yeah, the jacket. What did, you, yeah. what did you make of Dahlia's pastel bunny? It's not as good as I think it should be. It's gorgeous colours. I love the shoes, the little bows on the side. I'd wear those shoes. I did like but the yeah, pastel colour, yeah, but I agree it wasn't quite there. I guess she was trying to make ears with the fabric and she didn't quite come off. Like Madonna's um, Met Gala look a few years ago, but it just didn't work. I found it flat, boring and sad. Those, those are my notes. 
Very true. Um, <laughs> what did you think of Rockham's, like Alice in Wonderland with the long hair? I loved it if it had a belt. Ah, you sound like Miranda Priestly. Where are the belts? <laughs> <laughs> I watched that last night. Ah, it's still uh, so good, isn't it? It holds up well. I know. Something like Got Gwan, Got Gwan. Every, every episode of what's his show looked good naked. It was like, put a belt on it. <laughs> if you're lucky, we then want... you should have put a belt on it. Yeah, that's always fun. We once sent over a movie in, in Cheer Why Late. It was at 19. And me and my mate Annabelle and Got was in there. And Annabelle was shouting across him from the room, put a belt on it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, what, he was one of the first people I interviewed when I moved to London and I was interviewing him and he, I asked him this question, which was, um, who's the rudest celebrity you've ever interviewed? And he said, that question is so boring. I get asked it all the time. Can you not think of anything more original or interesting to ask me? And I went, all right, Gawky, top or bottom? And he stormed out of the room in an absolute rage. <laughs> like, well, you asked, bitch, okay? <laughs> so that's my Gokwan story. Uh, where were we? <laughs> uh, next we had Jan Spore, or is she known now? Just Jan. Uh, she does, oh my God, this voodoo doll look. Did you it's live? Not, I didn't get it. You didn't like it? No, I did not get it. Oh, I love this. I didn't this. get the voodoo reference in this episode. The voodoo dolls aren't known for bows and buttons. Well, I suppose buttons, maybe. I don't know, I just didn't really get the voodoo reference. Well, there's not really a reference. I mean, she's just doing a voodoo doll, but it's not like... Um, yeah, see that just throws me. I'm all about stick with it. I just like, why would you do a voodoo? I don't know. But I feel, I feel like everyone else loved it, but I just wasn't getting it. Oh, I loved it, and her presentation of it, and the reveals. I thought it was great. I thought it was one of the best of the week. Um, Heidi did Pinocchio, which led to a lot of uh, dick jokes. This is very simple. It's cute, but it's simple. It's cute. It's very, very simple. And I'm surprised they let her get away with it. I'm surprised no one mentioned the fact that, I don't know if you remember, Milk did Pinocchio look. And usually if they repeat a quite niche um, theme, they get read for that. Uh, Milk yeah. actually did it twice. She did it on All Stars and original season. So if you're going to do it, you're meant to do it better. And I did actually prefer Heidi's, but I'm still surprised they let that slide. But um, the next one was my favourite, 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 which was Gigi's button jumpsuit. Did you like I... this? Loved it. I thought it was a bit simple. Yeah. But I was like, no, it is gorgeous. It is annoying me. She always has a prop. Oh. Last week it was a helmet, and then this week it's it. And she's like, don't carry props on an outfit. Stop carrying props. I did love that bag, though. I agreed when she was wearing all those helmets, it was going too far. But it was nice to see her helmetless and... Just, I just loved this colour, and I, I don't even like orange, but I love the colour and I love the texture, and I just thought it was all so well put together. And her mum is very talented, I think. <laughs> she got it from her mama. Um, unfortunately, I absolutely hated Jackie's look, which was a pretty queen. Hate queen's... it, hate it, hate it. It's, it's, a, it's a Disney costume for, like, a little girl. It is. With the pink and yellow, I thought it looked like Mr Blobby's prolapse. It just made me feel <laughs> sick to my stomach. Um, it was awful. And I thought she did so well in the challenge, so I thought this was going to be her episode, uh, or Heidi's, so I just... Maybe this kind of ruined it for her a little bit. Although the judges did like it, didn't they? Yeah, they did. They were like, oh, it reminded me of the pearly kings and queens. No, it didn't. Yeah, it didn't remind me of that either. Um, I also hated... This is a very negative runway critique. I apologise to everyone, but I have to be honest. Uh, I hated Widow's clown get-up. I hate it. Oh, it's awful. It felt hodgepodge. It was giving me kind of Papa Lazarou from League of Gentlemen, like scary and just not cute, really. And equally, I also hated crystals. <laughs> I love the shoes. 
Ah, you're trying to find the one positive thing. Well, there's something about Crystal, about her energy and her aura. Yeah, there's something exciting about her. That I really like. There's something incredibly cute about her. The makeup is too much. You just want to fuck her, don't you? (laughs) And you fancied Crystal in the UK one as well. You just love all Crystal. It's just me and Crystal. (laughs) Don't advertise that too much. (laughs) Um... Her face, it, the makeup does change because it looks—it does look like a mask. You can't see her remote or like do anything, and she—you can tell there is a lack of self-confidence there. Yeah. Of maybe, but that's what I quite like about her that she's still trying to figure herself out. Yeah, she's definitely likable, but I thought this outfit was just kind of garish. I think she's soon for the chop, though. If I had to make predictions. Yeah, yeah, maybe she's, two more episodes in her, maybe. No, she's not long for this world. I don't think. <laughs> Um, I don't think any of us are at the moment. Jesus. Uh, we've got uh, Nikki. Everyone loved this, but I actually didn't like her Cinderella look either. I love the idea. It wasn't executed well. So, I mean, it I was... might sound really stupid now, but in Cinderella, does a mouse make her outfit? Yeah, all the little mice come and help her make the clothes. See, I was thinking, I remember which one of them where the bird helps. Is that Mary Poppins? Or... So that's I think... Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping Beauty. So I think no, I was getting confused. No, that's Snow White. Snow White. <laughs> So there's a lot of animals helping people in Disney films. So I, I've got yeah. confused. But I didn't like the mouse and I just thought it needed a bit more volume. Yeah, no, I totally got the idea. It just didn't. It looked a bit messy. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Aidan Zane in this pink jumper. Literally just the pink jumper from like Primark. You can talk it up all you want. But I mean, I mean, I didn't think it looked that ugly. Some people are like, it's hideous. But it's definitely not for the runway. She's it like, is absolutely not. That's just for, like, Sunday afternoon chilling at home. If that, she's like, I made something out of nothing. I was like, bitch, you made nothing out of nothing. So <laughs> that was not cute. Um, and then finally, oh, no, sec- penultimately, I'm editing out Sherry as well. Uh, penultimately, we get <laughs> Britta with her pink bows, uh, which I also was just not, not gagging for, really. No, she's a very... I find her quite Elphius. She's not an exciting drag queen, is she? No, and even the things she's saying she's good at, like the performing, she's passing, like, doing okay, but I'm not getting kind of the star quality yeah. she's speaking of. The shoes look so chunky as well with all those bows on. Yeah. And then, annoyingly, for me, the best look is Sherry. And um, Sherry! I just thought this was amazing. Very, like, horror film, but with a nice pop of colour. And what she did with her face and the with the eyes and just the and action. She gave us a Betty Davis reference, no? I didn't get the reference, but yeah, I, th- I assumed it was something like that. Oh my like god, that. I love Betty Davis. It's a... I'm writing a letter to Daddy. <laughs> what film is that from? <laughs> Whatever happened to Baby Jane? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I should know that, but you did know, you, did you I'm very young. Did you watch Feud last year? year no, I should watch that. <gasps> it looks it's amazing. It's one of the best TV shows of all time. It's so good. For me, it's just if things aren't on Netflix, I find them really hard to watch. Which is probably why I didn't find RuPaul's TV show with James Corden and Drew Barrymore. <laughs> I don't think anyone watched that one. <laughs> um, so we find out who the tops and bottoms are. The tops are Heidi, Sherry and Jackie. And the bottoms are Dahlia, Crystal and Nikki. Did you agree with these decisions? No, I would have said Aiden. I think Aiden... No, I don't want to pick on poor Aiden, but I think he <laughs> definitely deserved to be in the bottom. Yeah. I don't know, I think I agree yeah. with the bottoms. I think, I mean, it's, I don't think I necessarily agree with Sherry in the top, but I guess that's because we didn't really see it, so I don't know if that counts. But I definitely agreed with Heidi and Jackie, and then maybe I would have thrown Gigi in just because it was their whole team. Yeah. But it, it, at this point, it's kind of making sense. 
Um, they talk to the contestants and Heidi comes out for the second time with what she must be pushing as a catchphrase, which is, I'm blessed and highly favoured, which I love. <laughs> and then she gives the backstory about Pinocchio and I'm a real boy. So I loved that as well. So she's just kind of giving so much charm at the moment. She does have the voice in Mickey Mouse, doesn't she? <laughs> How far That's do you really... think she's going to go? I hope far. I definitely hope to snatch game. I think she will stumble on a more fashiony challenge. Definitely. And I think her runways are going to continue. Well, this one's not bad this week, but I think she can have some pretty busted runways. I think maybe her trajectory will be similar to Monique Hart, where she'll get kind of far, but mess it up. And then maybe on an all-star season is where we'll see Heidi really go for yeah. it. Or a bit of Chi-Chi Devane as well. Yes, Chi-Chi. Um, Jackie gets complimented because her beard is gone, but they like the look, which is weird. It's so bizarre. But they're... That look is hideous. <laughs> hideous, just, just hideous. I actually think Jackie's looks have always been... I hated her entrance look. I haven't liked any I of did... her looks yet, no. Yeah, I'm really not getting her looks. I think the... I think she's executing them well, but what she's executing is not something that I like, so it doesn't really matter how very, well she does uh... it. Because she's a brawl girl. It feels like they're just very, like, costumey. Yeah, costumey, I agree. They also don't like Crystal's makeup, and she kind of has a bit of a breakdown saying, Crystal makes me confident, um, which is makes her likeable, but I agree with you saying that maybe she's not going to be a finalist for sure. Yeah. Um, Nikki, on the other hand, says that the language barrier slows her down, but they're advising her to throw in a bit of French, which I think is quite good advice, isn't it? Always play to your strengths. Yeah. No, she should be throwing in the French. And if she's throwing in French, she can make out it's the most witty thing in the world and no one's going to know. I'll be like... Like, what's her face? Yara Sevilla have echa, echa, echa palante. Yes. Whatever it was. And then they just skim through Sherry's critiques, so they're good, but they last for like three seconds. So it's... (laughs) Literally acting like she's not there. If anyone's watching this season and is not aware of the Sherry drama, they're going to like just find this very bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> bizarre even if you know. So then RuPaul calls Heidi safe, and I was like, what? What is going on? And then Sherry wins, and I was just completely thrown for a loop. It just doesn't make sense, narratively, the way they've edited I know, I hope that maybe Sherry doesn't get any more wins this season. I feel like she will, but... Um, hopefully, it... hopefully she does, like, a bend of Graham and wins five in a row, and we're just going to be... <laughs> that would actually be really entertaining. Part of me does hope for that. We're sadists. <laughs> so, so, who would have been your pick for the lip sync? Who do I think was top two? Yeah, it's hard to know. Definitely Heidi. No, um, for the lip sync, for your life, so the bottom two. Oh, who would I put the lips in for bottom two? Out of these three? Yeah. Probably, I think probably Crystal and Dahlia? Yeah. I think I think maybe they thought Crystal would go. I think they know Crystal can't lip sync and maybe we'll go home straight away. Well, as we find out, neither can these two. Jesus. Um, I'm surprised. Dahlia really surprised me. I know. I thought she'd be a I real dancing queen. I thought she was going to be queen. full on and full on like... Flipping and dipping? Yeah, because she's from the House of Aja, so I was really surprised. Um, do you like the song Ariana Grande Problem? She comes up a lot for Ariana Grande. She's one of the most lip synced artists on the show. She's had like Break Free, Into You, Bang Bang, and I think maybe another one as well. Um, yeah, um, Greedy. Oh, yeah, Valentina's of course, Greedy! greedy. <laughs> it's because no one lip synced to it. Um, yes, yeah, so I think Have she's up the there with. About, um, Valentina wearing a mask. Oh, yeah, I'd like to keep it on, please. (laughs) They were inevitable for sure, but they're going to be very, very um, legendary. Um, 
So yeah, I love this song, but I don't think it's a good lip sync song, which gives no, them a slight excuse. But still, no excuse for. I mean, they're both just really meh. It is generally one of the worst lip syncs. It's like a UK level lip sync. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that's pr- and that's pretty it bad. It could have easily slotted into the UK one. <laughs> that's how bad it is. But I was just so because I'm. There's something about Nikki Doe I like. I think she's going to provide some good looks. So before the lip sync, I was like, oh, it's a shame we're going to lose Nikki because Dali's obviously going to do, like, flips and dips and win. Yeah. So I was so surprised. What do you think it was? Would she just think she'd get... Do you think she'd just be defeated and kind of gave up before it started? No, I think maybe she's just not a great performer. And, yeah, maybe she was kind of just over it as well because she was giving off that vibe. And obviously she didn't know the words, so that's going to really throw your confidence. And, again, same as with Greedy with Valentina. It's not a hard song to know the words to. Like, it, and also, well, if you're up against someone who can't speak English as their first language, you should surely feel confident. <laughs> definitely. So it was very... Especially with a rap in the middle. It was really bizarre. It was very underwhelming. I, I, I almost thought at one point they're going to do a double sachet, but Rue yeah. laughed at one bit, so I was like, they wouldn't have kept that in if that was going to happen, and maybe they don't want to do it as the first one of the season. But I bet at the end of the season this will still be the worst lip sync. It's one of the worst lip syncs for, like, series and series. I agree. It might be too soon to say, but I think it is. Um, like you say... also in this, like... It feels like this kind of... I mean, I don't know anything about Dolly's Sam, but it feels like this song isn't wouldn't be crazy out of her wheelhouse. Do you know what I mean? It's not like a country no. song or something. No, very, very weird. Um, but Nikki wins the lip sync and uh, RuPaul says, Enchanté you stay. So she's referencing her being French. And then we get Dahlia storming off. What did you make of I that? I know! Uh, well, it's another iconic exit. <laughs> I loved it. I've been waiting for someone to do this and I kind of always thought if I was on the show and got voted off, I would just really throw a massive tantrum just for the screen time. So this is the closest <laughs> she's come. <laughs> I thought it was. I can't. Do you say you can't believe this hasn't happened before? Do you think that she re, uh, regrets it now? I think probably now. Well, I don't know now. Maybe she thinks that like, it's more iconic than like. Uh, who left? Like, who left her first last series? Do you even remember? Um, it was Soju, who had the cyst thing, didn't she? So. Oh yeah, the cyst made him, and obviously. Vanjie before that gave the most iconic one. Well, I watched I think Watch Your Packing. Have you heard of that? Watch what? Watch Your Packing, which is like a Michelle Visage show where she interviews the queens oh, after I the show. See, I don't usually watch it, but I did see this one. Yeah, and she was trying to make out like, oh, you being broccoli is going to be your iconic thing. You're going to be wearing it to meet and greet. So I was like, I really don't think that's going to be iconic. I think, if anything, it's going to be the storming off. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Uh, but she also it's... said backstage, Crystal should have been lip syncing, not me which you kind of agreed with, didn't you? But it's still kind of a bitter parting shot to go out with. <clears throat> it is. Especially because Dahlia did kind of badly in her other episode. Like, if there'd been a bottom two last week, I think she would have been there as well. So I don't think she can really claim that she was robbed of anything. Also, that wig is gorgeous. Now she's taken the headpiece off, that wig is absolutely gorgeous. That it short is. little pink wig. And she is gorgeous, in and out of drag. But, I mean, she has to give something else, really. I mean, it must be a kick in the stomach to go home first. I mean, at least you've got a couple of episodes. It's not like other series where you're literally only one episode. Definitely. You feel like you know her so much better than if she'd just gone on the first episode. But yeah. um, what did you think of this episode as a whole? Ha, <laughs> whole. I like... Well, it's just confusing, isn't it? It's just very confusing how we how they're going to navigate this whole uncharted waters. Yeah, waters. Of the, and I didn't... Of the um... <laughs> 
and I didn't really like the challenge. I thought I did at first because of the three old women ones, but um, as it got going, I realised it was just a bit of a hot mess. They get very, yeah, it's very, that, um, the squirrel one, the scouts one just didn't make any sense. But again, it's hard to know. What's their fault? Yeah. yeah, what's their fault? How much direction do they get? Or were they told to completely improvise it all? Well, this week I remembered to watch the preview for next week, so I keep forgetting. And it's a fashion ball! Dun, dun, dun. You love the balls, don't you? I didn't even mean that as a joke, but you love the fashion <laughs> balls, don't you? <laughs> I do like a fashion ball. I mean, I think I mean, I mean, think someone like Jada will do really well. Yes. Well, do, so. did it okay. show in the episode? Um, it, does it look like they're going to be making or bringing? They'll probably bring two and make the last one, won't one. they? One, yeah. yeah. So is that your tip to win? Crazy fame. I think Jada, the fashion queen. I think um, Nikki might do. I think Nikki would do well. Yeah. I think like Sherry might. I think Sherry has spent tons on costuming. But will she be able to make something? I think, and I think that of Gigi because her mum made all her stuff. But I think it's going to be interesting next week. I think Heidi might struggle. I think Crystal will really struggle with her fashion stuff. Her fashion's been a bit weird so far. Yeah, and obviously Aiden um, is yeah. probably the most likely to go next week. So my tip... I would probably... Yeah. Are you said Aiden and Crystal? Yeah, I agree. And we I, get uh, Leslie think... Jones on the show. Oh my God, I love listening to her tweets about Drag Race. I know, that was so iconic when she was doing that. So it's so good she's finally on the show. Um, and she was on RuPaul's podcast last week. I haven't listened to it yet, but apparently it was a really fun episode. I shouldn't be advertising other podcasts, but Moon, I we can edit that out. Wait, what are you saying, other podcasts? <laughs> well, um, that's wrapping up for this week then. Um, oh, I enjoyed doing our first one over the phone. It wasn't as weird as I thought. <laughs> now we've got to be in isolation. Well, I think we'll be back in the studio next week, unless things get a lot worse, but we shall see. And um, until then, everyone just needs to keep safe and look after one another. I, I sound safe, like, everyone. I sound like Jerry Springer, don't I? <laughs> is he still alive? Yeah, he is. Yes, he's still alive. <laughs> Did you just call him she? <laughs> She's not a queen, is she? She is still alive. <laughs> is Jerry Springer still alive? Okay, well, thank you for today. Thank you all for listening. And don't forget on Thursday to tune in to the Ed and Charlie show. Um which we haven't even recorded yet, but I'm sure it's going to be amazing. It will. (laughs) Until then, we'll see you then. Thank you. Bye. Bye, guys.